0: Dads on Dayquil would like to draw your attention to the fact that the following content is made up of humorous adult material and is intended for a mature, not easily triggered audience, you have been warned. Josh, go ahead and finish that cracker. I'll intro us into this thing. The, the Dads, Dads on Dayquil. Dayquil. I'm Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome.
1: I am Josh, a.k.a. The Dome.
0: I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stone. You are
2: in for a treat. We've got dad jokes, dad stories, and dad games from your evil horrors.
0: Dad Jeopardy, Dad Feud, Dad Libs, Dad Tips.
1: Tips. What kind of tips are we talking about?
2: We are definitely not
0: what you're expecting. This is Dads on Day Let's get it.
2: Boys, how do you get a farm girl to fall in love with you?
0: Show her your horse cock. Put her face in some cow shit.
2: Damn, so aggressive. I was gonna say first you have to attract her. No
0: That joke was bad. Mm-hmm. Well all right. Um I I kinda like the horse cock and uh cow shit yeah. side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But whatever. Dez on Day Club, episode one oh six. I'm Gnome. I'm Dome. I'm the
2: stone baby, and welcome <clears throat> to page ninety-eight of uh, Pornhub uh, animal sex. There you go
0: for your pleasure. Yeah, I mean no, hell, cow know, shit and horse cock. <clears throat> some people have burned. Some people, one person in like the last month has burned through episode what eleven up until current. You're so it's like they are sitting in that spot where it's like we're just grasping for the dumbest shit to talk about. And still making you laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Life never ends, homie. Um <clears throat> excuse my voice. I've I've got the uh, vid two point so mm. yeah. So fucking fun.
1: At least it didn't hit you like, you know, a fucking train. Yet I felt like you I know. got hit by
0: a train all day today. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I've been on Tylenol all day, so mm. anyway. Um if you want to hear some more of the dads, if you want to get more involved, head over to our link tree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot e slash dads on Dayquil, right at the top pa- top of that page, you can find Patreon, subscribe, um, $3, $5, $20 tier, uh, $20 will get you a, a chance It's a merch every other month, so uh, $5 and $20 that will get you our extra dose podcast that we are releasing right now once a month. Hopefully soon to be twice. Excuse me. Um, plan. And then who knows, maybe three times
1: and then maybe four times. And then if you guys see the trend, um, then you won't
0: be hearing this unless you're paying it. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all got 120 episodes. Fucking have fun with it. Okay. We're here. We're we're here to buy AJ a house in Kingman. Okay. We can't do that for free. (laughs)
2: We got it. This is the GoFundMe. Go find me from stone.
0: Right. Um, but no, our Patreon's growing and I love it. I love the Discord chat. It's wild, it's fun. It it can go silent for a couple days and then it pits p- picks back up. Um <clears throat> also well, want to shout out, huh?
1: That's what's good about our Discord Discord page is that it allows dads time to be dads. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, there's no pressure, there's no pressure to talk. If you guys want to talk, then we'll always answer at least yeah. on one of us, you know. But unless
2: you're knights fan.
1: No, we'll still talk to you. We'll just talk to you. Your
2: discretion advised.
0: (laughs) Severe viewer discretion advised. There's Um,
2: some pit bull running around. His name's the hater.
0: What I wanted to say, um, speaking of Charmin Extra Soft, is uh, we had a blast coming onto their show last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their episode Mm -hmm. aired. This is airing on Wednesday. Uh, There's... aired on sunday if you haven't checked it out head over to bleach bros and on any platform and look up the last episode called dad strapaganza and then after you listen to that and are done wiping your tears away from laughter then check out the rest of their shit as well we had a fucking
2: blast Oh, I was so showing. fucking funny.
0: I almost puked multiple times
2: <laughs> multiple from laughing times. so fucking hard. <laughs> you said it on there too. <laughs> I, I can't swallow any more puke. <laughs> yeah. I think it was B word right after. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, too anyway.
0: Good. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> uh, you guys want jump to on, into, jump on that Patreon? Jump on that Patreon. You guys Let's want go. to get into dad stories real quick, which is sure. in our show notes?
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> Who deleted it? Oh yeah,
0: I haven't touched
1: it. Did I not? Oh, I <clears> guess I <throat> didn't put it in. My bad. Fuck them kids. That's Fuck them kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. What do you got, Dome? You got anything? Um, I
1: had something, and now it's gone. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, so I just got the kids back. Um, and it was a fun weekend. Uh, we went swimming. We ran outside in the rain. Um, it's been pouring down monsoon season. It's been so fucking fun. The kids looked at me when it started raining and went, dad, can we just go outside and sit down in the rain for a minute? And I was like, fuck that shit. Like, who the hell sits down in the rain? And we ran and we ran around in the rain for like an hour. We were jumping in puddles, getting dirty in mud. Like, I went straight back to my fucking hood rat roots, dude. <laughs> it was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And then um, the kids have been doing a really good job. We have <clears throat> set chores and a chore list out for them. Uh, it's nothing major. It's just a couple things a day, small stuff like picking up the dog poop, doing whatever dishes are in the sink, um, doing laundry every you know couple days kind of thing. Uh, but they have taken to it and haven't stopped, and they haven't argued about it. It's been really nice. Um, I thought that the upswing in chores was going to be a little bit of a fight, but we really haven't had a fight at all. So, yeah. And then uh, today we made... The most delicious, absolute delicious, most fucking wonderful chicken and dumplings I have ever made, mm. and uh, I will be freezing some of it. So AJ, when you come up,
0: I will share with you. Fuck yeah, baby! I'm so down. Yeah. <laughs> I love chicken and dumplings. It's so damn good. It's good. Mm. Yeah. You know, I do have to. I do have to. Not really a shout out because um, it's not like she's gonna hear it. That is one thing that my ex wife made phenomenal was chicken and dumplings. Mm. Yeah. And that was about it. So she made a phenomenal kid. <clears throat> Elias well, is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly you. It Well, it's funny because everybody always says, oh man, he looks just like you dude." Every time I look at her, he looks just like his mom. So if you know, expressions, how he acts, like it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. If you know, if you knew her,
1: if you know what she was <clears throat> like, yeah, mm-hmm. then you, you can see it after you spend a little bit of time with him. Yeah. 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 He's definitely quiet like she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until sure. he opens his mouth, yeah. <laughs> and then he's you,
0: and then he's, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> then he's me. Yep, yep. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's. Bad. You know what? She
2: also made that was phenomenal for all the D D nerds out there. She made a uh, uh, critical twenty uh, stealth roll, and nobody knows where the fuck she is. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> uh, my week was. Uh, kind of lackluster uh um, yeah work was good um yeah so just trying to deal with feeling like shit and get over that and get back to work and whatever but yeah like i said uh, not not a whole lot this week uh highlight was definitely um getting to go on the bleach bros that was a blast yeah. and uh that was a blast um yeah so and then here we are hanging out with the the regular bros so what about you stoned
2: oh man avery fucked around and found out twice this week
0: first time was
2: i believe tuesday um i've been telling her lately like you know daddy shouldn't have let you play around like you know slamming doors and stuff as we're like it was like chasing her. she's like oh no i'm gonna shut the door and I was kind of lax on that for a while. And I've, lately, I've been like, hey, kid, like, stop slamming doors, you know. because like, I, you know, you're kind of like being aggressive with it. But also, I don't want you to hurt yourself, just in case you do, you know. And uh really came back to bite her. Um, she likes to, whenever... I'm like doing something. And I don't want her to come in the garage, or I don't want her to come outside. She's like, "Okay, fuck you," and like shuts the door. And I'm like, "Can you just not, like, please?" So she fucked around and found out. Uh, I walked out the front door because Graham said the garbage can right there, ready to go on the curb, and I was throwing something away. And she's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna come outside." And I was like, "No, just the you don't have shoes on." And she was like, Ugh, and just slams the door. And I was like, "Really, kid?" So I open up the door, not knowing she's right there. And there's like a metal plate that's on the other, the inside of the door. It's on the inside of the house, and that just <laughs> against her back heel, like on right her Achilles heel, just rick. And I, I feel it, and I was like, oh. And I pull back, and I just hear Avery kind of stumble forward, and I open the door, and she just looks down on her foot and looks at me, and just, you hit me. <laughs> And just immediately just goes into tears. And I was like, all right, come here, let's sit down, I sit down with her. And I was like, hey, babe, uh, you know, daddy, sorry, this happened. But remember how daddy always tells you not to play around with the doors? Oh, bitch, you fucked around and found out. <laughs> dumbass. Like, this is why you don't play with the doors, baby, because you get hurt. Yeah, I'm sorry, I the door. It's okay, baby. All right, just, you know, we'll be okay. We'll be careful next time. 20 minutes later, as I was chasing her, just like pfft, like in one ear out the other, she just slams the door. And I was like, wait, is this not just happening? Whatever. whatever, whatever. We'll deal with it as we go. Second time she fucked around and found out was yesterday. All fucking day was nothing but sass and attitude city. It got to the point where we went to go visit her friend And uh, uh, Ms. Reyes, shout out to Ms. Reyes. Thank you so much for for, uh, being on the Dungeons and Dragonstones Realm podcast, which we filmed earlier today. I was dropping off a microphone to her yesterday and uh, helping her set it up. We were there for like maybe an hour. And then I was like, all right, Abe's like, we got to go home and make dinner and such. And Avery threw the biggest fucking fit ever. So bad that Chris, her fiance, came out of the other corner of the house and thought she was being murdered. Nice. Like It was so bad. And she was just being so loud and obnoxious. And I was so fucking embarrassed because I'm like, can you stop acting like the biggest spoiled fucking brat in the world, please? I guarantee you we're coming here next weekend. So you can hang out with her for like half of the day and daddy gets to go play D D that's going to happen, but we have to go home because we got shit to do. And it was just, a half hour of me getting her out of the house to the point where Allison just like grabbed her and just like yanked her out of the house. And I was like, all right, cool. I can do that from now on. All right. I didn't want to make myself be that parent, but if we're cool like that, then Gucci, baby, next time I'm just going to grab her ass and just walk right outside that house. Because like for me, sometimes my parenting is like maybe like a little, like not like drill instructor, but definitely I'm not very lax, but I don't want to like be that way in front of other people and be like super like uptight, just be like, a little like lax, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit more like Josh, you definitely seen it commented on it too. And Jordan, you have too. been trying yeah. to like, be like, you know, not be that guy, but it was nice to see that in that scenario, there was another parent that was like, Nope, that line's been crossed. Fuck it. Yank her out. Cool. Yank her out. We get home still being super sassy. So I grinded her ass for the night. She sat in her bed for three hours until she went to sleep. I was yeah. fucking done with it. I think that's so such a, fucking dumb.
1: That, that's such a, a common unknown thing that are unspoken. I should say unspoken thing between parents is that especially with dads, because moms seem to just not give a shit like they're the same way no matter where they're at or what they're doing. But yeah. with dads, it's like they're, you, you have this thing where sometimes you're at someone else's house or you're out in public and you don't know how other people are going to take your par- yeah. your parenting style. Mm -hmm. And it it, we live in a society now where we have to worry about that. You have to worry about someone calling the cops on you Mm -hmm. because you were too loud at your kid.
2: Right. It's like a super thin eggshell line where all of a sudden someone's going to call you an abusive parent. And it's like, hold the fuck on there, snowflake. What the you're going to draw some accusations like that. Jordan, get your ladder. We got some shit to do.
0: (laughs) Coming in hot. Coming in hot. (laughs) Hot. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it 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 is I mean that's 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 a that's a big struggle for a dad cuz we're, you know, as as men, we're always taught to be the tough one in the relationship, you know, mm-hmm. oh wait till your dad gets home, wait till mm-hmm. your dad hears about this and it's like, you know, it, it, yes, it it does happen that way more often, but when you're when you're over at someone else's house, you you don't want to overstep too far. Yeah. You don't want to put out this yeah. this sense that you're just this abusive dickhead to your kids, yeah. but you also don't want to just let them run ramp shot either and do mm-hmm. whatever the fuck they want. So it's a, fi- yeah. it's a fine line to try and figure yeah. out where you're going to be comfortable or the people that you're with are going to be comfortable with mm-hmm. you being a parent, you know, how like how you're going to parent your kid. And sometimes I'm very big on, you know what? Fuck it. If you don't like it, then you don't have to be my fucking friend. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to you, you, this is my kid. I'm going to do what I need to do. What I think is the best for my kid. You don't have to like it. And if you have something to say about it and you end up not being my friend because of it, then that's on you. That's not on me. Mm -hmm. But there are other times when I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to ruin this friendship. yeah, Or I don't want to get myself in trouble Mm -hmm. when I shouldn't, you know, because it's not like I abuse my kids. Maybe a little mental, but not physical. (laughs) It's nothing that they didn't deserve. Exactly. 100%.
0: Yeah. Um <clears throat> what about you, num? Nothing. Nothing. He just yeah. said he said that already. Yeah, mean, nothing. Can... I watched a lot of Shark Week this week. I was actually gonna ask if you guys watched any Shark Week because there's only like two or three episodes I have not seen yet. Yeah.
2: Nice. Hell yeah. I actually yeah. um uh I watched like a couple videos pop up on YouTube, not per se like Discovery Shark Week, but uh just because I was looking up some things on some sharks or previous episodes. And it was like just a bunch of kind of like people on YouTube trying to make their own like deep blue documentaries and stuff. And just kind of go like rabbit holing. hauling, rabbit hold for yeah. like a while last night on that. But yeah, like it's been like pretty cool getting into that part of the year where, you know, shark culture goes to the roof and, you know, awareness gets spread around about, you know, taking nature's garbage can and <clears> making sure there's plenty of them and not a little bit of them. And uh, I love that. I love that time of year. We get into some into some sharks, and we also get to see some great shark stories. Yes. Ah, oh, damn.
0: Well, yeah. you you get to you get a lot of crazy shark stories, like kind of what you said about you know conserving the wild. Like there was a stigma for a long time about sharks because you know a shark bites a human, and if it's a big enough shark, that one small bite for them could be fatal for a human, right? Yeah. Uh. And one of the shows I watched was actually talking about up in the Cape Cod area. It was the mm-hmm. first death and I can't remember, it was a long time, but it was a surfer. Basically, one bite took a leg and, and uh, on the other leg, it hit the femoral artery behind the knee. Mm-hmm. So he was already dead by the time he got out of the water. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the other thing they were talking about is the reason that there's so many great whites in that area now is because thirty years ago there was no seals. They were all gone because of the hunting of seals, and mm-hmm. and now that there's a healthy population of these three four hundred pound seals, mm-hmm. holy shit! There's great whites, and they stick around because there's a, yeah. a big ass food source. And I to yep. me to me like no matter what, it sucks if somebody dies. Absolutely tragic.
1: Well, however,
0: however, mm-hmm. Hitler. <clears throat> it's so. the ocean. It's this is their territory. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it's like. I, I think. Yeah, well, look, the, the sh- I think I think swimming
1: swimming in the ocean is like AJ's ultimate fuck around and find out. Like you're an, you're an idiot if you think you're going to go into this large body of water where there are creatures that have been there for millions of fucking years mm-hmm. and win. Like if it wants to fuck around and find out, it's gonna fuck around and you're gonna find out. It's not gonna <laughs> find yeah.
2: out. You are. We are not the apex. No. No. Land we're not or sea. Apex. We're not we're really not the apex on land either in reality. Yeah, land or sea. Yeah. Like we're yeah. just not. I feel <laughs> like we're even less on land. We're, I feel like yeah. the sharks, they have one, and then there's maybe a few venomous things here and there that really can get one over us. But I feel like there's more things on land that can kill us than there really is in the sea. If you don't count parasites and all that shit, I don't know. I mean, the sea can
1: kill us. Just the a wave. Tell us too. Just yeah, a wave.
0: <laughs> is this Just a, a berry? Huh. <clears throat> I'm about to fuck around <laughs> and find out. <laughs> um, one of the other cool things I saw too this week that I, is totally different and it's almost fucking scary. Like I don't know if I don't want to do this. One of them was um, so th- since like 2017, there's been these orcas that have patrolled the South African Cape. And they've been killing great whites Mm -hmm. and because they go after their liver and orcas are much larger than a great white can be. And so they've worried that they're not seeing as many great whites anymore. And so one of the guys who actually started on shark week is just like a, almost like a jackass persona, this Mm. guy named Dickie Chevelle. And (laughs) he, uh, he is funny as shit, but he, they built this house that they, uh, this house that went underwater and what? they, yes, yes. And they put these concrete blocks, him and his, a couple friends went out and put these blocks and moved them into place. So they got this house built and he stayed in this thing for seven days. So whenever Fuck he would that. want, he would get out of the house at the bottom and he had like a CO2 monitor to mm-hmm. make sure there was enough air in there and he would just go out and go for a dive. And it was crazy. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That That sounds fucking intense. Intense. I don't know if I can do that shit. You're just sleeping in a hammock that hangs from the top, and I'm just like, dude, (laughs) seven days? Are you kidding me? Like, I don't even know if I could last 10 hours.
2: No. Fuck fuck no. (laughs) my God.
0: Fuck no. You're just dangling above the water
1: waiting
2: for anything to come up and fucking kill you? (laughs) <laughs>
1: you're batshit crazy
2: like i definitely do want to stay in one of those bungalows that's in like tahiti or like barbados where yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it's like it's like two feet of water and then the the house on stilts i want to do some shit like that one day but yeah. but
0: no this was actually in the water like the 25 whole, like, five, yeah, 30 yeah, like, like the
2: meg jason Satham where he's in that underground yeah. Yeah, yeah that whole deep blue sea shit no no nope. Nah, nope. nah, still still to
1: this day the scariest fucking moment of my life was the most calm and quiet moment of my life and that's when we went deep sea fishing off off of the uh Texas coast yep and we were out like 70 fucking miles 100 miles some shit like that and I my dumb ass was like I'm hey I'm really hot can I jump off the boat <laughs> and me and a buddy jumped off the back of the boat not even thinking twice like why the captain of the boat was like Looking at us like we're idiots, saying, Sure, if you want to. Because he didn't give two shits. He already got paid. Like, if we didn't come back, it's no sweat off his back. It'd be faster
2: getting back, less cargo And uh,
1: I I dive in and open my eyes, and it's just fucking pitch black. Yep. Like, well, it's like, it's more like a purple. Yeah. Pitch purple. Yeah, And you couldn't see fucking anything yeah. for, like as far as you can see, it was just fucking dead. Yeah. And I have never been more scared in my life because I didn't know where anything was like anything could have been two feet in front of me. And I wasn't seeing shit
0: all of a sudden this panic. Yep. And that's exactly what it in. was. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was like sheer fucking heart attack. And I have never moved quicker in my entire life to get
2: out of that water. Yeah. Thallus- and then, of course, when you come
1: up the boats farther than you think away too. on top of that. So, and then you have this like vertigo thing going on where the boat feels like it's a fucking mile away, but it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's Never. a, a phallus phobia, the fear of super deep, vast water that feels dangerous and it's very dark and you can't see I a um, girlfriend that had phallus phobia.
1: <laughs> if you know, you know.
2: one of my uh one of my favorite things is reading through shark attack stories and and reading from survivors on their experience of it one of my all-time favorites is rodney fox rodney fox is one of the most famous stories uh back in the 60s in 62 um he was the uh, uh south australian spearfishing champion and uh he was out and about and he had just like one guy with him, but it, it, he was just in the water, just kind of free diving with his uh, scuba tank, spear fishing. one guy on the boat. That was it. And he's like maybe 50 yards from the boat, diving, looking for stuff. And all of a sudden he gets hit from behind by this giant great white. And this thing just eats his tank and his other half of the mouth sinks into him and his torso. And so now this giant great white, has his teeth from his shoulder through like just above his groin and it's dragging him around and he sticks it in the eye. It lets go of him, but it still has his tank in his mouth and he starts to dive and his tank is still hooked to his suit by a little thread. And Rodney just barely, I think he had a knife and he just cut it away as he was being drug into the depths by this great white. And then he Hmm. comes back to the surface, flags down his boat. He gets rushed to the hospital and he has over a hundred, uh, 462 stitches. Um, his, his arm was almost severed. His uh, hand was severely injured. The chest, the back, this dude, it's miraculous. This guy made it like there's so much fucking hair on my arm sticking up right now. Just thinking about it. Just all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, out of nowhere, something three times your size, Boom. Just clamps on you and just starts shaking around. I bet you 20
1: bucks. I bet you 20 bucks he wanted it to happen. Like, he had left the house this morning praying for it because he's like, you know what, Betty? I'm sick of your shit. Every fucking time I turn around, you're asking me to take the trash out. You're always bitching at me because the fucking lawn's not mowed right. I'm done. I'm done. You know what? I'm going out. I'm lathering myself up in fish guts, and I'm just going to get fucking eaten this time, you dumb cunt. <laughs> he gets back, That's and exactly he goes,
2: anytime you want your cunt eaten out, I'm game. Anytime. I have a newfound look on life. I'm so sorry.
1: Fuck no. He got back, and he probably woke up in the hospital and saw her first, and he probably turned to went. It. You just had to save me, didn't you?
0: <laughs> you just had forgot, to fucking save me. Forgot you, to doctor? fill out that DNR. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he was probably pissed looking for the doctor that wanted his fucking five minutes of glory for yeah. saving his ass.
0: That Out of that, <laughs> that was a phenomenal story, but uh, I got tripped up at one point hoping that when he poked the shark, he all he said underwater was Captain Insano shows no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite as far as shark attack victims. He is uh, a staple on Shark Week now is Paul Gelder and he he was an Australian Navy member and they were doing a exercise in the water and he actually got attacked by a bull shark that took his arm his right arm from elbow down and leg from like a little above the knee on the same side so he's got okay. a fake leg and a fake arm and same he, side huh same, same side. side Yeah, same side. same side and he is now a um an advocate for sharks. And he does a lot of the stuff on shark week for, um, being the safety diver for people. Okay, yeah. And it's really fucking cool. Like he's a way fucking cool dude. Mm. And it's, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's some Stockholm syndrome. If I've ever fucking seen it, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds like he just didn't have any other fucking Avenue. And he, this was his way of being like, okay, you know what? I don't have any other, profession i don't know what to do to make money i'm just gonna go get half my body bit off so i become this superstar on shark week and make millions of dollars um doing nothing so yeah that's fuck him that sounds like another money money grubbing bastard like that girl that girl surfer she's another one Fucking, (laughs) she goes out and just gets her fucking arm eaten off and then gets like six movie deals and a bunch of freaking, fuck that shit. She doesn't
0: need no accolades. She's not so hero. She's probably still sitting there trying to count her money with her one hand. Exactly.
1: Could you imagine
0: that? Counting money on a table
1: with a nub real fast. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, whatever. Fuck these people. (laughs) I'm gonna go get bit. I'm gonna go get bit by a shark, oh, so I man. can be on TV. My uh,
2: my other favorite uh, shark story is um, it comes from the 1960 attacks in New Jersey. Comes yeah, from yeah, the Hudson,
1: river, the Hudson River.
2: Yeah, all along the river, um, there was a series of attacks that were lasted about a week. Um, and these are the attacks that inspired Jaws. Uh, mm-hmm. The I remember the one I read the most. Um, I didn't know about the other two until I had looked this up, uh, but I remember the one, um, uh, the first two attacks, there was a guy with his family vacationing at a hotel and he went into the river uh, swimming with his dog. And then he got both legs bitten off. The lifeguard dragged him back and uh, he bled out in the hotel and, and passed away. Uh, a couple days later, a uh, guy swimming in the water, same thing, just got bit, bled out. The, the part I remember I was reading from his kid, there was this book I had um, that was called Terror Below. And it detailed Rodney Fox, it detailed a couple other people, and it detailed uh, this these kids. They were swimming uh, in the river. And this is way up in the river, way in Jersey. And they're swimming in the river. All of a sudden, one of the kids goes down. And he comes back up and he's yelling and he's saying, ow, ow. And then all of a sudden just this red pool around him in this black waters, red pool comes and he's bleeding out and he goes underneath water. One of the adults jumps in to go after him. He gets bitten, Uh, leg and arm comes off. And that dude's just laying in the waters, lifeless. They didn't find the kid. And, uh, they drag him back and, uh, they found a great white, like a half mile up river, but, and it was speculated that the great white had done it which was why they um they looked into what inspired jaws later they found out that bull sharks can survive in fresh water very easy and they found bull sharks through the river they actually they've actually found bull sharks all the way through like missouri like all the way yeah. to the middle of the fucking country they found yeah. bull sharks so they actually speculate now that what actually happened was that great white coincidentally died swimming upstream cuz it can't survive but there was bull sharks in the water that actually in a series of attacks coming up the river, took all those people out. And what other food source do you have in that river? Besides Humans. something that looks like a seal. Yeah. When you got that, you hone in on it.
0: Oof! shouldn't have, fed, shouldn't have fed Timmy all the fudge pops and he would have been okay. He wouldn't have been so meaty.
2: I imagine he's like back in those days, like took off the news news cabbie hat, <clears throat> took off the suspenders, the white shirt, just like 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 the boarding school like prep kind of kid look they had back then, and just down to like the weird ass uh, white underwear, and just jump in, and then little Timmy never seen again. Never yeah. seen. What again. if it
1: was a kid with Down syndrome?
2: Uh, he probably fell in while getting undressed. <laughs> That's
0: probably more likely what happened. <laughs> the shark's just like we don't even have to bite him. He's taking care of himself.
2: Yeah. yeah. They give him an arm like a cat, <laughs> like a cat giving its owner like it did. <laughs> let wow. something wow <laughs> we buy tribute things. the shark just pushes sure. him back
0: ashore like here you go buddy <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> let me help you <laughs> let me help you <laughs> <out>. <laughs> what if we what if they're
2: you. what if they're traveling and they're like oh wait wait, this this one's got down syndrome lenny and this hammerhead comes out what up <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus. a down syndrome kid versus a down oh. syndrome shark i like it can we
0: put that on next year's shark week please <laughs> just write him an email hey Hear us out Just read the whole thing Before you stop reading Okay <laughs> That's gonna need to be In big
2: bold letters At the top <laughs> Please read thoroughly Don't wait Till Til the end. end
0: Yes Wait till the end
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright oh, well um, shit. You guys wanna take A little news break Yeah, yeah sure yeah. Alright let's so do far. it Breaking news well, I've got news for you well, I got some bad news for you Welcome back to Channel D News. I'm your host, Squirt Mudbottom. Joining me later, Chip Sell it Quick from the streets, and Storm a Blowing with a weather update. In our first story, Salisbury, North Carolina. North Carolina woman, apparently seeking revenge on her ex-boyfriend, tried to set fire to a house owned by someone else, according to the sheriff's office. The Rowan County Sheriff's Office said in a report that a homeowner in Gold Hill was awakened Friday by a neighbor who saw a woman trying to set fire to the house. There were bundles of wood and a fire on the front porch, and deputies found a jug of oil that they say was used to start the fire. As the homeowner went to a garden hose, He saw burning pieces of wood around a propane tank. The garden hose didn't work because the woman had apparently used a sealant to block the flow of water, deputies say. Man, that pussy got hot. Chip, what do you got from us for the streets?
2: Uh, Yeah, um, Mr. Mudbottom, uh, if if that's your name, sir. Uh, Chip actually sent me in today to to read a little something to y'all. he, he said he just wasn't feeling it and uh, was just going to stay home um, and uh, read his playboy or something. But I uh, hey, this is a retired Colonel uh, P I staker uh, from the United States army. Um, I came here to, to, to talk to you about a war bonds. Uh, have you been buying your war bonds and securing our troops efforts in whatever war they're in now? Um, you definitely should, or uh, you know, all the people I killed in Vietnam died for nothing. Also, support, goddammit, support your goddamn government and the Department of Defense. Um, Nothing says patriotism like blind following. And that's what separates us from the commies. Uh,
0: Two hours later.
2: My goddamn glasses aren't on. Okay. Um, Support the war against whatever is greatly heading towards the great U.S. of A. Did I write this shit? I wrote this shit. Uh, don't buy into the the don't buy into the bullshit propaganda that's saying that the military-industrial complex is a real thing. The, the the War Department needs you. Okay, do your part. Bye.
0: Jesus fucking Christ! Get that guy his medication, um, Chip. I hope you didn't get God on the streets. Hopefully, we'll see you next time. Storm, what's a blowing outside?
3: Yeller, squirt. So we've been getting hammered by these monsoons lately, and it don't look like them's is letting up anytime soon. Some of us like them more than others, though. Like Miss Johnson, for instance. Uh, she's been outside washing her titties every night. I usually don't watch her, but it's it been kind of lonely lately. Anyways. Did you know that 21% of men with brown hair masturbate once a day, and approximately 84% of people masturbate three times a week? Anyways, it doesn't look like it's letting up anytime soon, which is kind of good, because we need all the water out in the desert and stuff. You know, Lake Mead drying up and shit. Um, We've been drier than a muskrat's knuckle pocket during hunting season. It was kind of scary. So, yeah, uh, Mother Nature, just keep her coming. Oh, and, uh, did you know that if you masturbate too much, your pecker can swell like an eggplant? It is hard to zip your pants up when
1: that happens. I mean, uh, so I've heard. But anyway, bye.
0: What a cheesy story. Storm, what a cheesy story. In our last story, Plymouth, Massachusetts. Boaters and whale watchers off of Massachusetts got a surprise over the weekend when a humpback whale breached and landed on the bow of a 19-foot vessel. The boat operator reported no injuries and no damage that affected the seaworthiness of the vessel. According to officials in Plymouth, that whale was just looking to fill her pussy. For Channel D News, I'm Squirt Mudbottom for Charlie from Vietnam, whatever his name was. And for Storm a Blowing, we'll catch you next time.
1: Hey, uh, speaking of filled pussy, what do you call a pregnant slave? (laughs) Buy one, get one free.
0: Uh, What did the man on the beach say to the pedophile? Oh no. Get out of my son.
2: Oh. I like it. Well, what's the <laughs> difference between jam and jelly? Mm. You can't jelly your dick into a dead baby? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Brett. It all goes for that, Joe.
1: Let's just get off this train right now. <clears throat> Speaking of kids. Hey, so you want to you talk about back to school shit? Yeah, I'd like and to talk about anything else right now. <laughs> <this is> basically, <laughs> it's basically, you know, uh, our kids are all back to school now, like officially back to school now. It's been like two weeks now for us out here. Yep. And uh, I've been thinking. W- how different is it for the kids nowadays? versus us when we were kids because a lot of us got a full summer yeah this whole year-round school thing that we do out here was never
0: a thought it was never a thing unless you went to a private school that you know no no, i think uh so i went to a private school in vegas and the public schools were already on that track system when i went to school so i'm sure like aj when he grew up he was on a track so he probably didn't get a full three-month summer
2: no, it was like maybe five weeks, four, five. Really? Something like that. Yeah. I yeah. never,
0: I never
1: had, it was never a thing for us. I wanted it. I remember wanting it when I was a kid, but never, never had, never had the opportunity to get it. I went and I got a full three months. And what's crazy is, is that I don't remember ever being in daycare. Like I remember as a kid, I was always at someone's house, like whether it was my grandparents
0: or I was doing sleepovers or I was just home alone. Yeah. That's, that's all I remember. I, I was always in a summer camp thing. Like, uh, there was, um, one of the schools when I went to elementary school, there was a school I would go to for an aftercare program until uh one of my parents could pick me up. Well, during the summertime, I would do a summer camp program through that, through that same school. And then around like sixth grade is when I transitioned to a summer program at the school I ended up going to from seventh through twelfth grade. And then I would say by the time I was 13, maybe 14, for sure 14, maybe 13, though, is when I would actually get to stay home by myself. So I would go to friends' houses, stay the night several nights, or they'd come over. Um, I remember... For those old school people, if you're in Las Vegas and you're listening to this, uh, we there is a Wet and Wild now, but it's not the same. But the OG Wet and Wild, I had summer passes to that, and mm. we would just get dropped off by a parent whenever they would open at nine or ten in the morning <laughs> Left all day, mm-hmm. and then we would stay there until nine or ten o'clock at night. You Hell know, yeah! You, here's here's thirty bucks. Make sure you get some food, get a locker to keep your things in, and uh, if you're ready to leave earlier, call us. Otherwise, we'll see you at nine or ten o'clock at night. And that was yeah. a fucking blast. Absolute fucking blast. You're just in the water all day long. Hell yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Doing whatever you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't imagine just leaving my kids somewhere like that all day long now. Yeah. I mean, may, maybe when they're like 14, 15.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like 15, 16. Yeah. But yeah, like the I shit, like
1: I got, I got left home alone when I was 11. Yeah. All same. the time. In the middle of fucking nowhere, dude. like we lived out when we first moved out here, we lived out in Valley Vista. And for anybody who doesn't know that context, that's 11 miles out of town. Oh, shit. As I punch my microphone, that's 11 miles out of town where if something went wrong, I was fucked. Like the fuck, response fuck.
2: time was like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like and That was 19 minutes to find out where to hide your body. Yep. Middle of nowhere. <laughs> shit was going down. I was
1: screwed. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh and my parents just left me home alone. Like it was nothing. Yeah. Like cook, cook what you want and do what you want. Like I knew, but I knew how to do it all. Like yeah. I was taught I was taught how to be safe. I was taught how to be smart. I was taught how to how to answer <laughs> the door. Well, I didn't say I was. No. You were taught. I just said I was taught how to be. Okay. I didn't You're say I was.
0: Acceptable. Anyway. Acceptable.
2: I mean, the, the yeah, stories <laughs> we haven't told yet. <laughs> I, uh, my parents for the longest time had separate schedules to where someone was always home at all times. So I didn't have to go into daycare because it was just like, that was what they could afford for a long time. And so I kind of grew up pretty independent and also like helping out my brother when he came along too. And it was a lot of, cause like my dad worked graveyard and then my mom worked during the day in swing. Um, so it was a lot of kind of just mainly it's like kind of taking care of like myself and like taking care of Matt a little bit. Um, And then dad's shift finally changed to days. So then in like fourth grade, my parents were like, well, fuck, like, is he going to be okay? Like stand by himself. Maybe not. Let's, let's just throw him into the rec center because, because, uh because I was on the track system and I believe I had track two at that time, which was, you got October off and then you got February off. And that's like how that kind of system worked. And okay. so October was fine. But February, they were like, fuck, like, what do we do? We, we can't really do anything. Uh, let's just throw him at the rec center. So they threw me to this rec center for for the month. And it was pretty cool. But my parents were like, fuck this. This was so much money. He's 10. He knows how to cook because they taught me how to like fucking cook food, like fry eggs I Was frying eggs at seven years old. Yeah. They were like, he knows how to fully cook and feed himself. <laughs> He's gonna be just fine just tell him don't answer the door which he doesn't answer our door anyways and just answer the phone when they see our numbers come up about back in the day when we had home phones uh, mm-hmm. and dial up internet <laughs> yeah. and that's... Uh, and that's it we're good to go and after that it was latchkey all day
1: so it's it's funny because like my parents my parents always thought I was afraid to answer the door because I was afraid of like getting taken or having you know a, a problem but really it was just anxiety about talking to people. I never wanted to fucking answer the door because I I never wanted to talk to whoever it was. Like Mm. I I didn't, I just didn't, I didn't want to know who it was. I didn't want to talk Mm. to him. I didn't want to deal with it. Like I would, I, there was one time back East, I was eight, eight and a half, maybe nine. I, I shit you not. I stole my mom's fucking uh, money. I ordered a pizza. I had the pizza delivered and I straight up pulled a fucking Kevin McAllister and put the money through the fucking like slot <laughs> and was like, just just leave the pizza and go. <laughs> Solid. And that was it. The dude, the, the dude just dropped the pizza. I was like, thanks. And it took off. And that was it.
0: Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it those were good times though. The the summer breaks were always fun. Um, especially The ones that I remember more vividly, like high school and getting to be a little bit more freedom, and you know, by the by, junior year, junior senior year, you're already driving, and if you're lucky enough to have a car, then you kind of have your own, you know, way about things to go do something. But um, man, yeah, nowadays it's it's different. It's just plus kids nowadays too; they don't. I mean, maybe it's just mine, but I feel like every time I talk to other people, they're in the same boat. Kids don't make friends the way that they used to. No, it's way different. It's so different. Like, you know, because of technology and you can just talk to them on your cell phone or hop on video games and play with them. Like there's not the same style of, of friendship that like, you know, you go over and stay at somebody's house and that that person that person's parent is now your parent for however yeah. long you're staying there mm-hmm. and they have full permission to beat your fucking ass if they yep. want yeah. you know yep. it's just a different different way of life now i don't yeah. know to... and now like like what we were talking about earlier
2: <clears throat> excuse me like what we were talking about earlier with like how we're going to parent in front of other people and like having to walk on those eggshells our parents didn't have that like my no. my you know like my, my mom had a lot of respect and so did my dad, you know, and they would be like, Hey, like real quick, I'm just gonna take you into the other room real quick. And as soon as that door shut, boom, ass was coming out of the room. But How nowadays like, you can't even do that in the same house. You gotta like drive on the other side of town and then drive back and make it seem like nothing ever happened.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How many times did you get the talk where you would pull up to someone's house or like pull up to a restaurant and the car would stop and your mom and or your dad would turn and go, I swear to God if you fuck around while we're inside this place, I will beat the living shit out of you oh, when yeah. we get home. Well,
2: oh, yeah, that, that was like, that was, I knew like the line was right there. And my dad was talking <laughs> yeah. through his teeth like that yeah. sort of fucking God. I'm gonna beat your yeah. fucking ass.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Teeth were touching the whole time. Mm-hmm. He was a ventriloquist in the whole fucking thing. Yeah. No. Just like yeah. full
2: diction, full puncture, <laughs> like everything. You, you understood everything. You did everything, but never teeth, never like untouched. No. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think one of the times I I was the most scared of my mom was we were at a store and she's doing her thing and I got some wrestling figures from a store and I'm playing around with them. Love and it. I got inside the middle of the clothing rack and I was messing around. Oh, dude,
1: best place to be.
0: And somehow oh, I knocked the whole rack over, <laughs> and everybody rushed over to make sure I was okay. Not except your mom. for my mom, <laughs> who just, just glared like... at me. <laughs>
2: In her head, she was doing calculations. She was like, yeah, yeah. mass times velocity yeah, yeah. equals wall strength.
0: Yeah. And I was just okay. like, oh my God, I'm so fucking dead right now. I'm Ew. so gonna die. Like, yeah. I just got my little Vader and my little Undertaker, and we're going to the grave right now. So those are the moments, too,
1: because you know, the more embarrassing the moment is for the parent, yeah. the worse your ass beating was. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's fucking great. The other thing I was thinking of, too. Um, because last week we had a list come home with the kids that said we need a box of twelve number two pencils, uh, a college rule paper. Blah, Fuck blah, those blah, lists! Blah. It was just a giant list. I don't ever remember no. bringing supplies
0: to my school. They what? Ever? I, the only thing I remember teachers asking for was like tissue boxes. Yeah, yeah. and that was it. Pa- paper Not, I, re-
1: I do remember paper i remember maybe. copy paper maybe yeah, yeah maybe copy paper. Like, like, like one a, ream of copy point. paper yeah mm-hmm. like a but but i don't remember the pencils the pens the erasers the No sharpeners. these fucking, these fucking Dude, teachers fuck now
0: Just the teachers were
1: asking for dry erase markers and dry erase erasers dry yeah. board uh, whiteboard erasers yeah like what the fuck i nope i owe send... send... you a lot of money for your fucking school yeah. like that
0: should be supplied, and, mm-hmm. and you're in a different boat because your kids are in a private school. Correct. But even the public school, I'm not sending. I'm not paying for my kid to t- for shit for him to take for people whose parents yep. won't provide. Correct. That's the school's fucking job. That's yep. not yeah. my fucking job. Yep. You can kiss my ass.
2: Yep. I'm ready to go for when Avery goes into school. Like after going through the school system myself and seeing all the supplies my parents bought every year, yep. and it go to waste. I'm yep. going to say, fuck you. I'm going to be like, nope, she needs a pencil. She needs paper. She needs crayons. She needs a binder. That's yeah. it. You go fuck yourself. <clears throat> you don't need I, anything else.
0: Yep.
1: I Should you not, dude, I bought I bought all the kids, the things that they said they needed. I wrote their fucking name on everything except for the pencils and then put the <clears throat> pencils in the pencil box and the pens in the pencil box and stuff and and told my kids, I was like, look, this is yours for this year. If you lose it, you're screwed. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. That simple. Not buying you more, not buying any less. But you're mm-hmm. not buying any more. You yes.
2: know what's also really interesting? Uh, my ex's kids—they all got laptops. What? At a certain point, what? a certain point, they all like this. Every school they went to switched over to laptops, so they all got a laptop, like just shitty Chromebook. And they're like, "Cool, go ahead, draft all your shit, send it in. What's that no more writing on paper. Like no more. They still required it, but they never ever did it." And I was like, hmm. hold up. Like they're not just going to remember the fundamental writings and all that stuff. Right. And a couple of weeks ago when I was playing Dungeons and Dragons, we'd all switched over from electronic back to paper and pen character sheets. And we're all writing out our character sheets and we're all sitting there bitching and moaning and groaning that we hadn't, write, hadn't had to write anything out on a piece of paper for like 10 years. I'm like, holy shit, where have we come? Fuck. Like, we don't do this shit anymore. No joke. It's weird as shit.
0: Um, but speaking of not doing shit anymore, something we've done since the beginning, and we're still doing now because we're about to announce it, is we've done giveaways. I would mm-hmm. say we did our first giveaway, like, what, two, three months in doing podcasting. And um, that yeah. was when Labar won it. Yep. Um, and so we've. The whole month of July, have run a contest where if you shared our podcast link via Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, spam messages, who the fuck cares? Smoke signals, which I was disappointed nobody did. Yeah,
2: busy. Not, not even looking one, at you.
0: Yeah. Not even one man. He's too busy singing karaoke without a shirt. <laughs> okay, he's, he's got a majestic pass. fucking he's pass. Uh <laughs> Anyway, but. So originally we had set it up where Dome was like, "Hey, listen, whoever wins is getting three three items from our um, T Public. You get to choose." Blah 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 blah. Well, we had a good enough response that <clears throat> uh, also Dome wrote their names in here. So I am going to say these people's names that won based on what Dome put in there. So uh, Ty Paper Schrader uh, is going to take off the honorable mention. Uh, he blew us away by going above and beyond and sending our podcast link to a spam message for like political spam that you get and the best one was the second time he did it not once he's done it multiple times the second time he did it he actually got a response of them saying is this your podcast (laughs) so well fucking done we'll send you something um something special Uh, second up is brett doglegs uh he is uh A newer member to the Dayquil Nation, but uh, I believe he is the one that had told us he started on like episode 11. Yes. And he's now caught up. He's listened to us at work and absolutely loves us. And he has, you know, messaged all three of us personally through uh, Messenger and was just like, love your guys' shit. I love how real you guys are. You're like a real dad podcast. You're not the sugarcoat bullshit thing. It's the shit you're really going to get in life, which is true. That's what we do. Uh, so we're giving you our second place prize that we decided to do, so you'll get something also. And then the winner, the wiener of of it all, is um, Alex. Everybody loves Raymond. Sprinkles are for winners. So. Uh, Dome and and AJ seemed like every damn day they were like, "This guy sent us more messages." Fuck <laughs> <He's> oh. just... <laughs> him and Brett. It was hard. I mean, yeah, it, it was yeah. it
2: was hard to go between the two. Shit, <clears throat> that, was, that was a tough battle.
1: Yeah, I ended up. What I ended up doing was I colored two Cheerios. Uh, one was blue and one was red, and I threw them in the toilet. And I closed my eyes, and the first one I hit was the winner. Um. <laughs> But no, I, I actually saw piss the seat. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot who I made blue and who I made red. So I had to do
0: it a couple times. Same Cheerio, though. Not not. You didn't bitch out. And he opened his No, eyes I made eyes and he more. He I he made was more on His son
2: that was on the floor next to the toilet. <laughs> he didn't realize he was there when he walked in. What are you doing here? I was trying to mash my shit in the bowl. I mean, I wasn't doing anything. Was why, just... why do you have
0: Play-Doh cups again? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that kid. So yeah, uh, we thank you guys for sharing, and we thanks for the love and support you guys have given our podcast. Um, and I know Brett and Alex are kind of newer to the scene of the Quill Nation. Uh, Ty's been here for a long fucking time. We love and you, Ty. Also, shout out to Ty, which we didn't do at the beginning of the episode. He also joined our Patreon. So big shout out to you, buddy. Uh, thanks for coming and supporting the dads. We appreciate it, and we hope you enjoy your time in that Discord. Don't let Jake bully you. He's just a softie. He's all talk. He's like... He's like a chihuahua. You're not really afraid of his bite, you know, but yeah,
2: I think know. we should drop in a sprinkles or for winters for Alex.
0: I think so. We could do that. We could do
2: that. Me, me, meh, I don't know. <coughs> maybe. Say it in so. Why did he mute himself? Will not go?
0: I, I was sitting here thinking earlier, I thought I heard something while sitting uh-huh. in my podcast studio and I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe I didn't. And then sure shit, it happened again. My wife's Kindle's over here saying I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I thought I heard something like 20 minutes ago. What the fuck?
2: That's what that was?
0: On oh, my headphones shit. it came
2: through as oh yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Knew you was on Pornhub. Yeah, page six, baby.
0: Uh anyway. Uh Did you have anything else you guys want to talk about or you want AJ to drop those plugs? Mm. Uh-huh.
1: I wrote another joke. (coughs) Go ahead. You want me to read it? Yeah, sure. I guess. So as I get older, I remember all the people I lost along the way. Maybe a career as a tour guide is not the best choice.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Egg Chen. Big Trouble in Little China. You can find him in San Francisco. The man, (laughs) the myth, the legend. (laughs) Actually watched that movie last night. It is a good movie. It was wonderful. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's held up the test of time. Hell yeah. yeah, it really has. Like there's that movie came out in 84.
0: I was going to say 83-ish, like that? 83, something 83, like that. Yeah.
2: that. And I was watching that movie and I was like, damn, that there's like a few prosthetics things that, you know, like prosthetics in the 80s look great. But now it's kind of not cheesy, but just kind of like "Ah, man, little CGI. Bit. It's a little, little bit. Yeah. But for the most part, that movie was still amazing. And I was like, God damn, it's good to see movies like that hold up. Because it is a fucking bummer when he's watching a movie and you're like, mm, let's go ahead and uh, take him out back behind the shed and put him out. <laughs>
1: Look at the flowers,
2: Lenny. Look at the flowers. All Speaking
1: right. of movies that that hold up to the test of time, I think the next top five we're going to do, we all agreed on, was Jackie Chan, right? I
2: think it was Mike Myers.
1: Or, oh, it was Mike Myers? Mm-hmm. I was
0: like, are you but really fucking
1: with Chan us after. with Jackie go
0: Chan? Re-ho! I think you talked about Jackie Chan a
1: while I think we, before. yeah, we did. I think that's what we started as Jackie Chan and then it went to Mike Myers. But we, as we as have it. to
0: announce that it's Mike Myers now so that next week when the Bleach Bros were all out there, episode of top five Mike Myers films, uh-huh. it's already been stated on Dads on Dayquil that Bingo. we're doing it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers can keep stealing that, things from the Dads that was on was hysterical. Dayquil. That cracked me up. <laughs> that cracked me up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it <laughs> took um, AJ a second, too. That's, like literally uh, a second to
0: reply to that. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Well let's put this episode to bed. Stone, yep. you wanna throw out some outros there?
2: Fuck it, baby. Dad's on Dayquil. Linktree. Visit it right now. What's the first thing you're gonna find on there? Patreon. Subscribe. Three five twenty. Doesn't give shits. Besides you subbing. We love you anyway. But if you sub to the twenty a month, um at an undisclosed time and undisclosed location, at an undisclosed uh, point in the universe. I might meet you up at a truck stop and uh, let you have it at my ass. But you know what? We'll only see that if you sub to the 20. Anyways, you can also find our merch store on there. You find our merch store and you can buy any merch you want and get dripped in the Eternal King Labar swag, baby. Get dripped in that fucking shit. Also, you can visit our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Coffee and thank you, Brett, for buying the three of us a goddamn coffee the other day, my That's man. Delicious. He wanted to know what our favorite coffees are. I let him know what mine was. Mine is just a plain old uh, pot of Folgers and throwing a little bit of my, uh, you know, French vanilla cream, and I'm good to go. That's for me. It's my coffee,
0: black, like my soul. Uh,
1: all right, corn. Salted caramel crunch from a Frappuccino from Starbucks. No lie, you're such a white Fucking bitch. Delicious.
2: Not not speaking a white bitch. Not gonna lie, it's it's almost a season where uh, pumpkin spice is back in, and <clears throat> I have to get my celebratory one every right. time. Uh, shout out to my friend Yusenia. Love you. You never listen, but love me you, bitch. It's been a while.
0: It's been a while. Clearly, she's not listening. All right. No, she's all right. not at all. Dad's uh, episode 106 in the books. We will catch you next week. Peace out.
2: Later. Dad's out. That'd be fucking hilarious if like 500 people signed up and they were like, Stone, where's that ass? (laughs) (laughs) Really? Oh, bro. It's just all stretched out. Oh, shit. (laughs) It's like a fucking tire being blown out of the (laughs) freeway.
1: You guys, what's the most expensive haircut? cancer therapy
2: cancer it's gotta be cancer chemotherapy
0: <laughs> burn